and I believe I can say, live on the World Wide Web. This is class number 12 of Globalization Since 1492. We've got a lot of uh, interesting things to go over and in introduce tonight. The highlight of tonight's class is Jonathan Deal, who is going to discuss uh, his research into dams and globalization, and he's been looking at the commodification of water. And another side of the commodification of water is the uh, pollution and destruction of clean water and clean aqua systems, aquatic systems, uh, which of course tends to make water marketable if you can't get it in the tap or in your uh, local stream or lake, uh, good drinking water. Uh, the, the two are, are interconnected, definitely. But before we uh, get to uh, Jonathan's presentation, which uh, should be perhaps 90 minutes, um, I want to reintroduce James Moore. And uh, we went through a very interesting combination of events in the last few days. Uh, last week we did a focus on, on health care and uh, it was a bit frustrating at first. It took a while to get uh, a sense of where we were going with the subject but uh, we had some very well-informed commentators and we had uh, Don Hill who is a sort of a significant personality in the province who hosted Wild Rose, Rose Forum, a, a discussion on Alberta's internal affairs in Alberta in relationship to the nation, the world, the continent. Uh, uh, so he uh, brought a lot of uh, ingenuity to the discussion. And we were discussing the third way, and if we could go to the do document camera, I think I can uh, draw out a principle that we can say no way to the third way. Uh, last week at this time, it was a, a, a viable and very uh, controversial subject in the province. Within a matter of days, uh, the, the wind in that sail diminished. And uh, the major spokesperson for the third way, Ralph Klein, is no more. Uh, a major political force in Canadian or provincial politics. So here's Ralph at his peak. I guess the Klein revolution is... Uh, has run out of steam, and we are in an unprecedented moment, I think, in terms of this province's history, this country's history. We are in the process of remaking the political landscape of Canada on a scale that I don't think I have seen in my lifetime. And the very center of the action, the ground zero of ideas, of initiative, of energy, of let's face it, new resources, the power of money, the power of a new uh, economy coming into the mainstream of uh, the most important economy in the world, still the United States. I mean, suddenly the oil sands of Alberta, I think, have a strategic significance way beyond Saudi Arabia even, because here it is in the heart of North America, the most strategic resource in an era when oil and gas is clearly uh, 
you know, it's a twilight industry in some ways, and yet oil and gas is in everything. I mean, the, the high-end plastics, every type of industrial product uses this resource, and nobody is in control of the political agenda at this moment. It's completely up for grabs, and I think we need to be self-conscious of this and realize where we are, who we are, what we represent in this young, dynamic province, and uh, we can start to propose, we can start to move into a vacuum and there are resources to actually do things. So I want to uh, introduce uh, James Moore who uh, had a lot to do. It was his idea to pull together uh, the event last week and uh, he's been working with Friends of Medicare and I know uh, some in the class took part in a very high profile way in the demonstration this weekend and if we can get some uh, report from that quarter. I've, I've been quite uh, uh, adamant with James, 10 minutes. James, I think, has uh, got the uh, uh, attribute of a professor. Uh, uh, you know, you like to think in abstractions and, and articulate interesting things. So uh, I know you could go on for the whole night, but I'm counting on you for 10 good minutes. I don't think your mic's on. You could uh, you could uh, take my mic. How's that? Yeah. I can hear you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and to do that, talking about the language, we, we all saw this document. Document. This was this was the document from the government of Alberta, health policy framework that they made sure got widely distributed. But where did it come from? Uh, point six in it here talks about. Uh, this stupid lie where it says the cost of health care in 25 years will eat the entire budget. I mean, it's, it's, it's a crock. And we know that. We know that for a fact. And we have um, the chart of costs. I'll try to do this really quickly here. Healthcare expenditures. Document? No? Okay. You see that okay? The top line is uh, running from 1989 to 2004, you see the dip in the middle where it goes down when, the, when they were cutting, and it meanders around, but it's never moved up in per capita from, it was from 
about 1600 in 1994 to $1,800 per capita in 2004 because this document is using real numbers, taking into account inflation, taking into account uh, increased immigration to the province. And you also notice the bottom, the prevention line hasn't moved at all. So, you know, to, to, to actually be able to put a public lie out like that and call it a fact, as Iris Evans does again in the Lethbridge Herald here, fact, um, this, is, this is opinion or speculation or something worse. It, it's not a fact. You're entitled to your own opinions, but you're not entitled to your own facts. And, and, and I want to show you how they got there in real time. First of all, there was request for proposals 05190 given out by the uh, Deputy Minister of Health in Alberta. And in this document, they're not spinning and lying. They're telling the truth because they need to be very, very clear so that the contractor who's doing the proposal for them knows what they want. And if we look here, we see How's that? You read that? We see the actual actuarial model and analysis shall describe a segmented or continuum approach to healthcare insurance that considers the current publicly funded healthcare services and a progression to increasingly privately funded, privately delivered insurance based on purchase protection against risk. This is the request for proposals. This is what they want, and this is what they the, the winner of the request was Aon Corporation. So not only that, not only does this second largest insurer of the United States come in, get this proposal, which is like, I know we're not farmers anymore, but if you can live with the analogy, you're giving the fox the proposal and asking them to design the chicken coop. And they're busy because there's another understanding, uh, meta-understanding involved in this proposal where they're talking about the, that they want it to be scalable to consider the need for and effect of, including other provincial populations in the design and implementation of the insurance schemes. Can you center it and point out the phrase you're... Yeah. This one. This one and this are not. The, the first one is this one, yeah. the actuarial model, where the continuum shall progress to increasingly privately funded. In other words, the plan is in place. The proposal is in place. They're, they're talking about a continuum where the progression will move that way. And it even goes on to do this. Absolutely amazing. The economic modeling and analysis shall describe and analyze the implications for startup investment by the government of Alberta to defray the front-end costs of shifting all or part of the health services described in the schemes from a publicly funded approach to an insurance-based funding approach. Isn't that interesting? Not only do you get to design the chicken coop, 
but they pay you to build it. You know, if, if you're coming to the point as an insurer where you have revenue coming in in premiums, your only job is to not pay out, right? And the Alberta government's going to pay them to get to that point in their very own wonderful little document. Then they took, after Aon did its work, we come to uh, request for proposal 05243, which is asking for... Uh, qualified communications agencies capable of completing the services and the objectives are you've just got to pull back a little further this and that aren't in conformity just check out over there oh okay. you've just got to pull back yeah so is that okay simply asking for the completed market research to provide evidentiary support for the communication strategy and development of the communication strategy. And then they say to provide Albertans with additional information. But the communication strategy is not about information. It's not telling about the real plan. It comes in this form, which is the spun plan. And what's even more amazing to me because I'm new to this province, although everybody says that's how they do it here, is this absolute absurdity here. It says province gathers third-way views. And Health Minister Iris Evans is actually in Lethbridge to hear stakeholders. Now, that's a suspicious word, stakeholder. What's a stakeholder? Is that one of these Alberta ranchers holding a chunk of meat? Or what, what is that? I have no idea. But what I do know is that the consultation in the library on Saturday, where there were more than 200 people talking about what's going on and what we can do about it, the question was asked, did anyone in this room know that Iris Evans was coming to town? Did anyone know where she was coming and when we could meet with her? And not a single hand went up. And these are people who are deeply concerned about the third way or, or the privatization of Medicare, I should say. And not a single hand went up. So, I mean, this is a public consultation, not where I come from. This is, this is the backroom boys and girls. I come from Manitoba originally. Where? We, we changed governments there. <laughs> anyway. Okay, that's it. That's I, it. I wanted to give the language to everyone. Okay. Thank you.